Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unto Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Ince, and today we are going to be talking about sticking to the healing process, even when it feels like it just sucks, like it's dumb, like you want to clock out, like it's not worth it. And I'm just going to be talking about some of my experience with going to inner healing, um, why it's important to pursue getting healed and having a whole heart, why it matters to the Lord, why it matters to your friends, your close friends, your acquaintances, your family, and literally strangers. Um, And so yeah, I'm really excited to bring this to you guys. It's kind of just like a little hangout for us, a little heart to heart. And so I really hope that you guys enjoy it. Thank you for being here and let's jump into the episode. All right, y'all. It is lovely to be here with you again. Um, I just want to preface this with a prayer because this topic can be a lot. I don't think this episode is really going to be entirely overwhelming. It's really just going to be like a little grab your coffee, meet with me, chit chat, kind of small pep talk, if you will. Heart to heart would probably be better about healing. Um, But still, I just want to make a special room just for the lord to like address our hearts before we jump into this topic just because it can uh, it can bring some feelings up it can tug on some things and so i just want to love and honor you guys in that and so jesus you have the best and sweetest and healing name and i just call on you for this for everything of course lord but for this episode i just pray that you would touch my heart that you would touch every listener's heart that you would just make our heart right now lord even as i hear from you um and as you bring things up or as whoever's listening is listening that you'll bring things up and that you'll just tend to our hearts lord make it good ground for you to do the work that you want to do open up our hearts to be receptive to what you're wanting to do and what you're currently doing and i just come against any lies or hindrances from the enemy as we talk about this topic lord just cover us in your blood give us your eyes give us your heart in jesus name amen okay so today we're going to be talking about um sticking to the healing process even when it sucks because (laughs) i don't know when exactly i developed this kind of ideology that Healing can just be so sweet and cute because I guess maybe the songs around it, like maybe the songs, maybe the way that people talk about healing. It's like, I don't feel like I grew up hearing that healing was this kind of get in the trenches work. And I think that, um, you know, there can be times where the Lord heals something that you didn't even necessarily know was bothering you that much or um anything like that but there's also times where you have to really get hands on with your healing and those are the times that I'm talking about because it is discouraging as I'll get out especially when you feel like you've just been dealing with the same things over and over and it's like why does this keep coming up why is it coming up in different forms xyz it's just like this is dumb like I'm over it this is really I don't think this episode is going to be entirely long but it's definitely just this kind of um quick encouragement to be like as you go through it please 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 pretty 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 please 
I'm encouraging, exhorting you, imploring you in the Lord not to give up on your healing because it's it's more than just, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Like this is unto your kids, this is unto your grandkids, this is unto your friends, this is unto the people around you, and above all else, it is unto the Lord. And one of my um, my favorite like things that I've heard from my pastor here um, is he's like Jesus died to give you a whole heart. Like that's a part of your inheritance. And when troubles and trauma come they should be able to just face Jesus on your heart because he purchased it, it's his. And so you as a believer, we as believers just have a very different system and things available to us when we take when we take trauma head on, hard things, you name it. And so um, I actually remember, so I started going to inner healing and um, in my first session, the question was raised by my facilitator like to ask Jesus what he was saying to me and like how he felt about me coming to to inner healing and so to preface this inner healing is a lot like um maybe even sozo um but pretty much it's this kind of counseling where it's just you a facilitator and then I didn't have an intercessor in my room but at the same time I kind of did because my facilitator was praying throughout my session um, but pretty much the whole, like the crash course is that a lot of how you deal with emotions and experiences in life come down to like the three functions of like your emotions, the actual function called function, and then guardian. In essence, guardian is like trying to protect your emotions. Function is just the things that you know, how you take life by the reins based on your knowledge base, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and really just get the whole point is just to get to the root of your feelings and your actions and just inviting Jesus into those places um, because you'll encounter him in different ways. So me personally, I've always just been more visual. So I'll have visions and inner healing and the Lord will address me in different ways. I have friends who will feel like heat sensations. Some people hear the Lord more clearly, like in their mind, whatever you name it. But the whole point of it is just to create this thing for you to just be with the Lord and for him to speak into what's going on. And so in any sense, the first time that I went to inner healing, my facilitator was asking like, um, what do you hear like Jesus telling you about like how he feels about you coming? And I remember just sobbing because the Lord was telling me like, thank you for coming. Like it, it touches me and like I'm thankful that you want to present your heart to me as a whole heart, that you want to be a wholehearted mother, a wholehearted wife, etc., etc. And I'm bawling because I never really thought of the Lord saying thank you. It all I always just felt like you do things for God because He asked you to. And I feel like He can be like touched by a thing, but thankful. I've never heard, I don't feel like I've had this experience where God was like, thank you. And so anyway, I'm having that moment. And the point is like, it blessed the heart of God that I wanted to commit to my healing. And um, the same thing for like my second session, I'm like, God, I'm a little nervous. I don't really know exactly what I'm going into, but you deserve a whole heart. And I want to see people more rightly because there were some things that were going on in my heart concerning that arena. And I'm like, moral of the story, healing is important. That's really what I'm trying to get at with this whole intro. Healing is critical. 
Um, and Jesus took the lashes so that you in a crown of thorns so that we can have whole hearts, whole minds and be healthy, emotional people. Because if we're, when we're called to love people, that can get a little bit wonky if your love tank is not full and you there's just so much going on in your heart that it's just you're spewing hot garbage on people. Like it's happened to all of us. That's why trauma is like, ooh, let me go deal with this with the Lord right away before I internalize this, form some kind of philosophy about life, and then just go doo-doo on everyone. Because people don't deserve that. They deserve to be greeted by love. And it's not to say that if you've had traumatic experiences that you don't know how to love people, because it's quite the contrary. A lot of people who go through extremely severe-like situations are some of the most loving people I know. But still, just take inventory of your heart. And um, yeah. So in any sense, this whole episode is just about why it's important to heal, sticking to the program even when it's hard. And so number one is, like I'm saying, just because you you have this, I don't want to call it like a duty, but like it really behooves us to want to present a whole heart before God. And it's not to say like this whole healing thing is just on us and that we have to go figure it out and we just have to like muster it all. Like the yoke of the Lord is easy and his burden is light and he is our healer. The Lord refers to the Lord as our healer over and over. Like he has the name Jehovah Rapha because he is the God who heals and that is our father. And so where do we kick in? And agreeing to stick with it, man, because the Lord is a gentleman. He's not just going to come ransack you. (laughs) And again, like I'm saying, I feel like there are situations where I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that was really bothering me. And the Lord brought it up quick and easy healing. But I'm talking about these gut wrenching, life altering situations, philosophies that you've built up in your mind since you were a child based on experiences like things that take the grunt because those are the ones where you want to just clock out. And so I, I literally in my last inner healing session, I got so frustrated because I was telling my facilitator, I'm like, I think this is dumb. I'm really frustrated that this, that this whole concept just keeps coming up. I want to talk about other things, but we have to keep getting back to this dumb route. And I think this is ridiculous. And I feel like I'm wasting my time. And she was like, hi, guardian, because guardian is kind of the one that's just supposed to like be protecting your emotions. So if you're dealing with validation stuff and your emotions are like, oh, I feel so unwanted. Guardian is going to be the one to be like, "Okay, well, let's just uh, go on a date so that this guy can like call you pretty and then you'll feel validated. And then guardian is just always doing patchwork. And so the whole essence of it is to get guardian to work along with function, to work along with emotion, to work with the Lord so that they can do their jobs properly. And I know if you're not familiar with this, it's like, is this girl talking about a legion inside of her? It's like, no, it's all you. It's just trying to help compartmentalize what you're experiencing um, so that you can identify more clearly. So it's really just breaking down the functions. But in any sense, um, you want to present a whole heart before God because it just gets hard to love people well when life jades you. I can't tell you how many blanket statements I've made about individuals and whatever, and more than likely just guys as a whole. Like if we're gonna jump into dating and whatnot, we're gonna jump into that. Cause literally there was um, a repentance call at Young Adults last week 
And the woman's pastor was like, some of you ladies need to repent for making blanket statements about men because how is the Lord going to bless you with like his fruitful son um, when you're just cursing all of these men? And I'm so guilty of that. And it's because in inner healing, I was told that you can have one singular event that can happen and it can transform how you choose to proceed with the rest of your life. And so I had a couple of adverse experiences with guys even as just a, as a young girl. And I just, the Lord brought it up and he's like, hey, this is why you have a problem with this type of guy. This is why you have an issue with this. And it's because of, I started making decisions in my head, even as like an eight-year-old, like, okay, well, I would never date this type of guy just because da 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 Blanket statementing the entire set just because of some, ad, uh, literally handfuls of isolated experiences that I've had. Um, that are just simply not enough to form this entire philosophy, but it was a choice that I made. And so now as a grown woman, I'm having a circle back. <laughs> and in order to present this whole heart to the Lord, like, I'm not saying you're, you know, just so broke up. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know exactly where my thought is going. But anyway, a whole heart without feeling jaded and all that stuff like enough bad experiences happen and people we just tend to do that because we like answers we like to find logic in things if I keep finding the same findings I'm gonna say okay and so my my consensus here is xyz and that's an issue because in my situation it was changing how I was viewing an entire group of guys that's a problem that is a problem. And so it brought, got brought up in my inner healing. I'm like, I want to see people rightly, especially this group of guys, because this is my experiences with them and I'm just done. And so the Lord started dealing with me in that arena. So you want to present this, like <sighs> dealing with your healing will affect how you see people, how you interact with them. And so even just like spewing negativity on people, like I was saying earlier, like you have one bad experience at this school, right? So you went to University of Grada Grada. Okay, awesome. When you went to University of Grada Grada, you had two bad professors and they just gave you a really hard time. And so forget that you enjoyed the extracurriculars. Forget that you enjoyed your job there. Forget that you had like 50 other nice professors because of this thing that you went through that you didn't take to the Lord and ask to address it and see the situation rightly and deal with all the heart stuff. Now, Susie B comes walking down the street, oh, I wanted to go to University of Grada Grada. And you go, don't go to University of Grada Grada. And you're just spewing hot garbage because you just didn't deal with it. And I'm guilty of this so hasty to be like actually avoid that at all costs and it's, and it's some part of you might actually be well-meaning because you don't want that person like I'm not saying this to villainize anyone you're probably telling Susie B not to go to University of Grada Grada because the main thing written on your heart is the pain and you don't want Susie B to deal with the pain and so instead of actually slowing down I think the more appropriate response would be like well okay can you tell me more about why you want to go And if it does come up and you really just have this need to share, there's like an opening, whatever you can and they, and they ask you, this would be the best route. Maybe if you haven't dealt with all the pain from this, say nothing at all, but be happy for them. 
listen to why they want to go there and then go okay and then if Susie B goes yeah I I know that you went to University of Grada Grada (laughs) I'm sorry this name is just getting ridiculous now it's like I saw that you went to University of Grada Grada how was your time there slow down make mental prayer this is what I'm saying like healing is also like just very active like it's not just what the times you go to therapy it's not just the times you cry on your floor before the Lord like actively in these conversations and so you just take a deep breath you go um in your mind lord help me to speak of this in an honoring way don't let my heart jump out say what you want to say and you can be honest no one's telling you to act like university of grada grada didn't have its issues so you can go well i'm really happy that you've come to that conclusion it was so cool to hear about how you ended up wanting to go there uh, to answer your question, you know, in my experience, I had, um, you know, I had an okay time. If you want to be honest, saying, you know, I had like a little two-star time. I really did. And it's not to say, this is where you start edifying the person. It's not to say that you won't have a great time, though. I think based on my other experiences, I love the extracurriculars. I loved my other professors. I love my job there. And there's just also so many pros. Like, I feel like you, the Lord could absolutely bless your time there and that you could have a great time. I think your experience will be good. Bless them. That's somebody speaking from healing. And even if you haven't fully sorted out your feelings against that university, yeah, I know this sounds super personal. I love my university though. This is just an example. Um, (laughs) But it's like, um, you know, just being honest. And that's just a person speaking from a healed point of view. And it's just important because people matter. And that was a form of love. Because you're also not just being a Debbie Downer on their dreams just because you had a hard time, you know? And it's just good for you, too, because healing is cool because sometimes it'll show you where things went right. It's so easy to just get completely sidetracked with all the junk that went down that you can't even see where the Lord was moving. That's why inner healing is beautiful, because um, you kind of have this part where the facilitator's like... um, Uh, And where do you see Jesus in that? And if you're visual like me, I've literally seen um, times where I felt neglected and I've seen Jesus enter the scene as him, like, not like his face. Like, I really don't know what Jesus looks like. But anyway, like, I just know that it's him entering and he's tending to me. And it heals me in that area because now when I think about that memory, I don't feel like a neglected kid. I feel like I was seen, known, and loved, and it fills in the gap because Jesus truly was there the whole time, you know? And so um, even outside of inner healing, like I just encourage, even in your prayer time, to like, Lord, this was extremely traumatic for me. Where were you? Where were you? Can you please show me so that I can, like, it, so it can help me reconcile what on earth was happening? Um, and so, yeah, there's that. Also, I think I went through, yeah, you want to present a whole heart to the Lord. You want to be good to the people around you. And also for parenting. That's, listen, I'm not, I don't feel necessarily like I've been crushed for oil in that arena because I'm a single 22-year-old woman with no husband in sight and no children. But as a child, I can speak a little bit. And whether you're a parent or not, or you want to become one, healing is critical because how many kids are really rocking around like, boy, I can't wait to grow up and be a a traumatized parent who just spouts 
junk on my children because I had adverse experiences. Like no one's planning for that. Everybody always thinks they're going to be the sweetie, cool parent who's, you know, just getting all the things right and seldom. I don't want to say seldom. I'm sorry, Lord. I actually repent. It's not seldom. This stuff actually happens all the time because I have living proof of beautiful parents, even with their pitfalls, because that's the thing. Like, no parent on the earth is perfect. And so it is critical to find, like, you're all in all in the Lord. Like, we have that spirit of adoption that cries out, Abba, Father, according to the words, so that we have a perfect father that we can find complete fulfillment in. And so when dad says the wrong thing or mom looks at you the wrong way, you can just keep loving on them and not feel like you're at lack. And because of that, when the more that you are connected as a daughter or a son in the Lord, I believe that affects your parenting completely different. My parents are a great ex- uh, example, especially my mom, because it's not like she was raised by the best parents in the world, but she gave her life to Jesus. And so there's a lot of stereotypes that come with like Caribbean parenting and da da da. And I've just never been able to really. Um, connect with them just because my mom pretty much was just a breed of her own like the lord just did what he did and she's like rebecca i gave you to the lord and that's how you were raised and so she's present and she's just a fruitful person by name by by her her new nature and um she just yields to the spirit of god um and it's made her a beautiful parent same with my dad. It's not like he had the best, but he knows how, at the end of the day how to yield to the spirit. And so there's this healing situation that's going on. And when your heart is just, I guess, more healthy, it's what does the Bible say? Out from your out from the heart, so do you speak and that your heart is like a wellspring of a life. And so healing is important because if you've just got a cesspool sitting in there, that 9.9 times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, will affect how you even raise your children. And so invest in your healing now. If you need to go see a Christian counselor, see a counselor. I believe in therapy. If you need to go to inner healing, go to inner healing. If these options are just not available to you right now, pray, 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 pray. It's as simple as, Lord, I want to present a whole heart to you. That's what you purchased. Have your reward do a working in my heart, show me the areas that I need healing and help me to be cooperative and receptive of how we do that. Because nobody really talks too about how healing is hard because your vices start popping up and how all of a sudden it's, it's, it's harder to find your all in the Lord when you feel like alcohol is giving you a similar buzz or the weed or the, the, the sex, whatever. And having to let go of those vices to receive the Lord as all. And that is a process. And so in any sense, I think I'm honestly nearing my end of this. Because my main two things, healing, even, stick to healing even when it just feels awful. Because also, what's the alternative? You know, like, I know I just switched points there, but bear with me. What's the alternative? To just go about hurt and just grow worse and hurt and just become like a super negative individual and a miserable old person full of regret, resentment, and pain because just refusing to deal with it. Or take the take the hard road and lean on the grace of God to tend to your heart, to love you, and to heal you. 
it's so worth it short term and long term because when you start to see that you're looking at people differently or situations that used to drive you absolutely mad are just becoming like lower level situations it's rewarding and in the long run you'll be glad you did it because your kids are counting on this too and your grandkids let the curses stop with you let the pain stop with you create a good starting playing ground for your kids and it's not to say that you know everything is on you but it's a part of it for sure because you're their first like imprint like (laughs) if you if you're just furious all the time and thrashing around your house every time something goes wrong what do you think your kids will do and obviously shame off you shame off us But just being mindful of these things. You want that whole heart before the Lord. You want a whole heart before your friends, your family, strangers. Because it's a revolution, man. Because by the time you start healing and people are seeing a difference in you, even strangers could be like, man, like she spoke about that from a very healed perspective or it's very different. I want what she has. Oh, well, let me tell you about my friend, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you about my friend, Jesus. Let me tell you about my my father God, because that's how I got here. So your testimony in that isn't even just for you, like it's unto so much and it's for the glory of God. So stick out your healing, find accountability too. Oh my goodness, I tell my friends so much, so much. I'm like, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I went through, da 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 and processing. Don't process to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm in a pity party. Make sure you're with people who aren't just going to give you a pity party, but who will listen to you well and call you out of it and encourage you um, and just walk with you. It's too it's so much better to walk with somebody else doing this thing. Like we were created for community um, healing. It's, it's just so in-depth that it's worth having somebody running alongside with you. <sighs> and so... With all those things being said, I love you guys so much. Keep fighting the good fight. Sometimes we think that's just like, oh, just keep running with the gospel. Yes, but there's more. The Christian walk, I feel like, is included in that, you know. Keep doing the things that are honoring to the Lord and developing a healed heart and wanting to give that to the Lord and others and learning to love people well is so God-honoring. And so I bless you guys to do that. I bless me to do that. Praise the Lord. Name, praise your name, Jesus. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Unto Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. Um, if you want to stay connected, you can follow me at Um, the unto podcast on instagram as well as on tiktok and i will have also my writing linked in the description box it's rebeccaintswrites.medium.com but again i'll put all this stuff in the description box i love you guys again and have the best day